Cristobal de Leon, or Cristo, human cleric. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm playing Peter, or Pierre. A human, not a human, a furblog a druid. Back to you, DM. With an identity crisis. <laughs> Tonight we start the Curse of Strahd campaign. We'll have an introductory scene with each of you. It should only be a couple minutes long, and then the true campaign will begin. So, the introduction for Curse of Strahd. What is it that calls you to such a place? Duty? Knowledge? Revenge? Or merely fate? Your journey will take you into the dark itself, to a land that preys upon its people. You clutch onto steel and fate but are far from the gods that you pray to. Lost in the mists, where only the dead will find you. Seek those cursed halls if you wish, but know this, you cannot make demands of the devil, for he is ancient, he is the land, and you, our trespassers. We begin pulling down from a starry night in the land of Faerun, in the Sword Coast, in the, in the town of Daggerford, south of Waterdeep. There's perils in the misty forest. Trouble and plight have drawn adventurers from to and far to begin their journey into darkness. Crutch, crutch, crutch. This fog. Oh. 
Why nobody answer? Why? The forest is dense. You don't know if you're in the forest or not. I know what I know. What <laughs> for all these trees? I'm gonna have to work out. I'm gonna have to get my soundboard on a different thing so the volume can be louder than the music. Oh. All right. Crunch, crunch. We we're in the middle of the woods. Heavy leather boots, walking through, crackling on the twigs and leaves. Out on the road, there's a, a, a mist beginning to blow across a road on the dark twilight of the night. Out in the middle of the road, two armored men pick apart between the remains of several dismembered bodies. Liano, you've heard of the dreaded words of the werewolves spoken by farmers, merchants, and adventurers alike on your travels south to the Daggerford area. The hamlets east of here have fallen prey to a pack of werewolves, and you've come looking for not only monsters, but those that hunt them. A light glows in the darkness as the smoke drifts away from a cigar of one armored man. He bears the symbol of the Lord's Alliance across his breast, and another small dwarf peels apart the bloodied remains of, of a corpse to identify it underneath. The human Lord's Alliance member raises his torch and raises it to the edge of the tree line. He says, Hold there, traveler. This road is closed. It's not safe for the night. He says, It's best you hurry to Daggerford before any more harm befalls you. The in the distance, in the tree line, a silhouetted shape steps out into the torchlight. His grizzled face shines and flickers in the torchlight. Liano, what do we see? Describe your character. Liano walks out. I'm, just, I'm a human barbarian, 6'2". Uh, <laughs> I'm very strong. I have all my gear on me. Alright, so you got, you got like tabby leathers, beast skins. Yeah, I have a... I have a... What was it? A scar on my face. And a tattoo, a tribal tattoo. I believe. I don't know what happened to the picture. The rugged barbarian steps out of the tree line into the torchlight. He says, Ho, he says, My name is Aravian Hound. I am a member of the Lord's Alliance here in Daggerford. He's, he says, it's, it's best that you hurry, hurry along. It seems that the beasts have befallen these travelers. They never made it to Daggerford. Liana, 
you were sent here by a local cut, female cutthroat. She hired you to find her husband and daughter who were sent from an eastern hamlet to the village of Daggerford to make a delivery of some goods from their shop. You were told, you were described a blue crescent moonstone ring worn by the husband, an engagement ring from the woman, and also the, the light yellow dress of the, that her daughter typically wore. You see amongst you about a half dozen dismembered remains of various human looking designs. And between them, looking indiscriminately between them, is the Lord's Alliance member and his dwarven compatriot. What do you do? He's, he's I, it's I, not I, safe I, out here. Uh, I say, I, I'm looking for a husband and a daughter. Yeah, I look through the remains to see that they are among the followers. He says, if you wish, if, if your stomach can handle it, you best hope that they made it to Daggerford before nightfall. This, this group of caravanners did not. Reports say that a pack of a dozen wolf-like creatures have been attacking the local travelers, killing the adults indiscriminately, and taking the children. We haven't found any child remains tonight, but you feel free to look. You look and you see scattered piles of bodies and limbs yeah. spread across okay. the dark night road. So the, yeah, so Leano like looks quickly. He's also, and I look quickly and I say, oh, I wonder if I should go on and see. What if they're in danger right now? He says, there's nothing more you can do for them tonight. If the daughter was with them, she's she's gone. But give me an investigation check as you look through the remains. Dice roll. Dice roll. You roll all your ones. Yeah, you roll all your ones. You roll point. Since he said he rolled twenty. Oh, he didn't need to you start strong. I, that was the first thing he rolled. Like, that. I'm not yeah. rolling. Take it on the mat, too. It's okay. I'll roll out my one. I'm going to testify connection. I got to roll out my one. Oh, there's two. two what was it? You said investigation? Yeah. So I got 20. <laughs> I have a plus zero. 20. Not 20 on the investigation. I have a plus zero, so. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, they on you see, you search through, and with that, you come across a, a pile of gored up remains. A small glint in the moonlight, you see a silver band with a white stone. Pulling through, you find the hairy, burly arm torn and strewn apart, but the silver and moonstone ring still gleaming on its, on its finger. It looks to be the ring that the woman described she gave to her husband on their engagement day. Searching through a little bit more, you notice there are no small child remains. Although you do see the bloodied scraps of multiple pieces of human garments. But no sight of the yellow dress of the daughter. 
Okay. Um, Lord Arabian. What, what do I know of? Uh, what does the Anno know of these people? Like, are they going to protest if I try to take the ring? Do I know? Do I have any history with them? No. Okay. I. Do you take it over? I, no, I say, no, I say, uh, yeah, I, I say, uh, good sir, I, I've been tasked with finding this husband that had this ring. Would it be permissible for me to take it back to the wife to show that her husband has fallen? It's proof I wouldn't want to take this awful corpse back distress her. He says it certainly won't do this man any good. He's already bound for the grave. He says the leader of this pack is known as a man named Kiro. K-I-R-I-O. He says he's known to be leading somewhere near a dozen of these wolf-human hybrid creatures. Werewolves, the locals call them. He says if you were tasked to find this family, it's a, I'm afraid it's too late for, for her husband. Though, if you really wish to accomplish your task, I suggest you try to find this woman's daughter before returning. The wolves have been reported to be coming from a portal in the nearby eastern misty forest. He says they come out at night attack under the light of the moon, but, re but return and disappear by daybreak. He says, if you wish to find them and find this daughter and end the attacks on our land, the Lord's Alliance and the locals of Daggerford will be much appreciated, as well as the woman you were tasked by. Step into the mists of the misty forest and find the portal to the, the pack. There you'll find what you seek. Okay, before I step into the... Okay, take the, I take the ring off of his hand and put it okay. in a secure place. You have one silver moonstone ring. He looks out and he says, it's best be off these roads. Once we're done here, we're, we're heading back to report to the, lo to the locals so we can gather more reinforcements to protect this travel path at night. Watch if you can find any leads, stop the threat of these wolves and this Kiro. Says all of Dagaforth and the locals of Waterdeep will have you to thank for securing the roads and returning the children to their rightful homes. What was the husband's name again? Kiro. The leader of the pack is Kiro. No, the husband that I was trying to find? Um, <coughs> Jake? Alec. Dwarf 
take a bit of shovel and, and throw some human remains into the back of a nearby steeded wagon to bring to the local morgue and cemetery. He says, ugh, this has to be the worst one in the last couple weeks. He says, when will it stop? Lord Lordarodian turns and says, Jack, I, I do not think that it will until these files can be driven back into the mists. So, sir, what is your name? I'm Leano. Leano. Will you look and seek out these vile creatures and return the younglings to their proper homes? Absolutely. I will do my best. He says, the Lord's Alliance will greatly reward you upon your return. This is good, so I can do more good of you. He says, the eastern forest lies just upon this clearing. And you, uh, you take a, he lights your torch, you hold the torch, and you see the mist kind of separate. And on the other side of this grassy field, you see the tree lines of a, of a dark, dreary forest engulfed in the mist. You'll see it, a picture of it in the slack. The mist separates, and you see a gap in the trees leading deeper into the woods. I step into the woods. Crush, crush. You step over the tree line and through the woods. Your torch barely lighting your path as the mist slowly encircle and suffocate you with their depth and fullness. You can't even see through the light barely shining. And as you walk deeper and deeper into the mist, your torch eventually disappears from sight and you are completely engulfed within them. Crystal Ball. You've dreamt of these mists. You come from a, a far town searching for the mentions of a foreign god known only as the Morning Lord. You've, you've, been, you've been sent to investigate the talk of this foreign god and the travelers who, who speak of his praises. It's not a local god, but you did find vague references to the Morning Lord and Mother Night and the religious texts you investigated before you left. Hearing these stories of these foreign deities, you were sent out to investigate them to help bring peace and, and, and goodness to those in need, regardless of their faith. The beacon of light, and as a member of the clerical order, you are sent on this journey. You arrive after many days of travel in the southern town of Daggerford. Here, you interact with an old acquaintance, the Duchess Morwen of Daggerford, the leader of Daggerford. She's having guests for dinner, and upon seeing your arrival in town, you're, you're invited over. You've come to the Duchess's defense on more than one occasion, and you see her as a friend and a benefactor. A cool autumn breeze blows through the streets as you make your way to the keep, 
There you dine on the hot, spicy soups and tenderly cooked pheasants. You can tell that the Duchess seems out of sorts. Then a Paul comes over the occasion as she voices her concern that were a band of wayward travelers camped just outside the town's walls. They seem harmless at first, but more one has received reports they've begin, begun harassing townsfolk and other visitors as, as they come and go, demanding money and wine, and threatening to put hexes on anyone who doesn't pay up. Yesterday, the Duchess ordered several guards to scare away these mysterious visitors, but they couldn't get the job done. When they, they returned, they spoke sympathetically of them. It seems that they were magically charmed. Mormon doesn't want armed conflict. That's why she sought you out, to send a stern message to the visitors, to deliver on her behalf. If they don't leave before dawn, I'll burn their wagons to the ground. As the evening grows dark, you step out of the town and see a dozen men and women gathering around a crackling bonfire. The folks are drinking and dancing to music in good spirits. Three barrel-top wagons are parked at odd angles, tied to a nearby tree grazing or half a dozen draft horses, wearing bright coats with bangles and tassels. step up to the group, and in the light you see an old man joined by his daughters and sons and nine others, all dressed in colorful coats, drinking and making merriment. They seem unfazed by your arrival, not giving you the, only giving you the slightest smiles and acknowledging your presence. They look like this. Hey, real quick, they're going to close at 9. Uh, oh, are they? Not 10. Not 10. told me. Oh, really? Oh. They're getting ready to last call right now, so. Okay. okay. Well, that's kind of odd. <laughs> Did the hours change or just for today? I think it's just for today. Yeah, that, was, that was one of the things that had the, that this place had going for it. Yeah, yeah right. That yeah. was one of the well, yeah, How that's gonna, yeah, how yeah. that plays out in the future. Uh, okay. So yes, Cristobal, you you come up through the light in the in the dancing light and fire of these colorful people. What do the Vistani see as you approach? So I I, I lumber forward a, a mass of muscle and and determination, but just slowly shambling forward with a loud clinking of scale mail and too many weapons that seem to be uh, carried by one person, but uh, I, I'm used to going slowly to such gatherings as my, my uh, presence often will make the young children run and, and the women you know, grasp behind their, their menfolk. So I, I approach calmly and I observe the, uh, the dancing for a bit to see if they take notice, and before long, I, I raise my hand up and I, who, who would talk to me and, and, and tell me if you would just take a moment? The old, the old men, uh, one of the younger men drinks and he's rose up, 
holding a wine pouch in one hand, throws it on. Come, join us by the fire. He says, No, no, I, I, I wouldn't uh, get in among the mirth of your, your folk, but perhaps over here, if you'll just, just a moment, and I just need your ear, I kind of pull him to me. Uh, he says, Please speak with my father, Stanamir. He says, He will hear you and perhaps train a story of his own. And, and he steps away. The old, the old man sits and, and hums to the music and beckons you forward. Come, young follower of the light, he says. What merriment and company may we make tonight? I, I wish I could uh, join in your merriment. I, I envy you uh, of your uh, agile ability. I, yes, I look young, but this, this long travel on the, the cold has already creeped into these bones. If I might just sit with you a moment, I'll let you get back to your dancing. Please, I just have some questions. Please come and take a seat. Join us around the fire. A drink? Sure, I'll take a drink, but... He says, surely your, your throat must be parched after your travels, and they hand you a wine pouch, and they, they join you, and they cheers. All right. Elders first, please. It is my custom. He says, it is always a custom of ours to share the hospitality of other visitors, being that we are so often visitors ourselves. He says, my name is Stanimir, and these, my family, we are a member of the clan known as the Vistana. He says, please, sir, we, we bear no harm. What it, name is, it, it, is, it is well met, Stanimir. I, I am Crystal, and I appreciate the dream. After a long journey, nothing is better. I, I was sent out here really to ask if you were to, like, passing through, or if you come to to join with the town folk if you plan to make an entrance and, and introduce yourselves and be cordial as you are now to the, the uh, town folk of Daggerford, just over the hill. He says, oh, but of course my family is nothing but cordial. He says, but don't worry, he says. This Donnie are not one to settle down. He says, we're travelers of sorts, but I have no wish to make enemies of Lady Morwen. He says, I only wish but to share a story with you all. He says, first you listen, and then we shall be on our way. Again, I welcome the uh, fine seed in the loin, and I shall listen. Stanimir laughs <laughs> as the music bears down to a slow, eerie violin. And the Vistani sit down, giving petence to the old man. The moment is calm. Stanimir fills his mouth filled with wine and blows it into the fire. A spark of colors and shapes begin bursting from the flames, dancing in front of you. I, 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 perhaps I'll sit back here and get up and I... <laughs> I moved to a, a little bit further back on another stool. <laughs> Got the drink. Stand, yes, stand. I can take it all in from back here. This looks, <laughs> this looks good. The flames turn from orange to blue to green as they dance and sway. A dark shape 
appears in the bonfire's core. Would he come from an ancient land whose name is long forgotten, a land of kings? Our enemies forced us from our homes, and now we wander the lost roads. The dark shape in the fire takes the form of a man being knocked from his horse, a spear piercing his side. Stanomir continues, One night a wounded soldier staggered into our camp and collapsed. We, we nursed his terrible injury and quenched his thirst with wine. He survived. When we asked him who he was, he couldn't say. All he wanted was to return home. But we were deep in the land of his enemies. We took them as one of our own and followed him back towards his homeland. His enemies hunted him. They said he was a prince, yet we did not give up, even when drawn fighting on a host of shadowy shapes. Oh, sorry. Even then, we didn't give up, even when his assassins fell upon us like the wolves. Deep in the bonfire, you see the dark figure standing with a sword drawn, fighting off, off a host of shadowy shapes. This man, through his royal blood, fought to protect us as we protected him. We bore him safely to his home, and he thanked us. He said, I owe you my life. Stay as long as you wish, leave as you choose, and you know that you will always be safe here. The figure in the dancing fire vanquishes its final foe, then disperses in a cloud of smoke and embers. Stamina's face becomes a somber mass. A curse has befallen our noble prince, turning him into a tyrant. We alone have the power to leave his domain. We've traveled far and wide to find heroes such as yourself to end our dread lord's curse and put his troubled soul to rest. Our leader, Madame Eva, knows all. Will you return to Barovia with us and speak with her? The fire smoke emits and then it becomes a normal fire again. The Vistani are beginning packing up and Stanimir looks to you, he says. We beckon you to our wagon, we shall show you the way. Do you know your direction? I I have got to report back or surely the the town folk would worry about me, but I you have piqued my curiosity about this prince of yours, and I, I surely would like to talk with your Madam Eva. He said, Madam Eva has the answers you seek, young Cristobal. And he says, where would your next camp be, uh, next day? He says, we can bring you through the mist to our homeland, Barovia. There you can speak at Madam Eva's camp. Or perhaps learn more about our dear cursed lord at the blood of the vine tavern. I guess I could check in tomorrow. He says, this wine. More of this wine, perhaps? He says, very well. He says, we shall drink and embrace each other and enjoy our night for before dusk. We set through the mist and leave this land for a time. We will show you the way, 
And you get to hand another event of wine, and a series of women start coming over and talking to you and chatting you up, asking you where you're from. The men start, you know, wrestling with each other. The music picks back up and the revelry begins. The night, as, as you go, you get, you know, more and more imbibed in, in the vine and the revelry totally encapsulates you. You, you become very friendly with them and they are nothing but friendly to you. And as the night goes on, you see them begin pack, packing up and loading into carriages. You, you, I help them. All, with yeah, you, 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 you try to help them. Uh, already quite imbibed, you end up leaning on the shoulders of two of the younger men, helping you into the wagon, which they climb in afterwards. And the wagon begins slowly pulling eastward along the spotless road towards the misty forest, away from the town of Daggerfield. As the wagon goes, the mist swoops in behind. You can barely see more than five feet behind the wagon, but they seem to know the way, traveling without any issue. A thick night. How will you steer the horses? He says, the horses know the way. The mist beckons and calls all towards it. He says, the horses know where they're going. Our, lo our Lord decides who is welcome, and He has given us our protection. As long as you're with us, you will be able to make it through the mist. And as you go, you, go, you slowly begin to fall asleep in the early a.m. as the wagon through the mist, and you're involved by it. Did everyone buy use? Write their starting goal down and write there anything they bought in favor before the start of the campaign. I did standard equipment, just not the gold, so I made sure I bought stuff that I could afford. That I did the chain, I got scale, stuff uh -huh. like that. So, okay. um, yeah, you, whatever you, extra. You probably have like three to ten gold. Um, yeah. If you want to, that for any little thing, you can write that down. Right. The art. How do the I art. say it? The art. The T sound. Before you start that, maybe we should figure out how much time we have. They really are closing right now. Yeah, see if. I mean, I'm going to stay a little bit past last call anyway. Yeah, see what they're saying. All right, be right. They still got one. They still got people out there. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's what she said when I got up there. Why are you lying to us? What's up? Why are you lying to us? Seriously, if you got to get, you get out of here, man. Bro, I'll sit here and drink beer till 10 o'clock. <laughs> Trust me. Don't threaten me like the time. Like yeah. till 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I have to go home. Alright, um, so we are. 
you have that attack on your village. I do. And you headed south. south. Um, you you begin having dreams of snow-capped mountains surrounded in fog, seeing the steps of your cousin, and then seeing him blow the Handal's horn that he took, and you see hordes of undead flooding through past him. After these visions, you headed south to where you heard there was tales of large hills and mountains, something snow-capped mountains reflecting your dreams. You end up in the, at the Dragonback Inn in Daggerford, heading south across the foreign land to these great hills. There, you're carousing, speaking with the, with the locals, learning to, hoping to learn more of where your cousin and this undead threat may have retreated to. If only you hope to, ret to return yourself Heimdall's horn, to return the honor and valor of your family, and hopefully, to return and find how you lost one of your closest friends, your, yes. co your cousin. Yes. So, you find yourself carousing in the dragon back in in Daggerfell. To a seasoned adventurer such as yourself, you see nothing but another dull tavern in another down, dull town of a nameless province. In another but span of time between the challenges of true adventuring, Outside the tavern, a fog lies over the town this evening. Damp cobbled pavement glistens as the light of street lanterns dances across the slick stone. The fog chills the bones and shivers the soul of anyone outside. Yet inside the tavern walls, the food is hearty, the ale warm and frothy. A fire blazes in the hearth, and the tavern is alive with the tumbling voices of country folk. There you're drinking, grousing, having a bit of respite, hoping to learn more to lead you on the next step of your journey closer to the horn and your cousin. Suddenly, the tavern door swings open. Oh. A hush falls over the room. The torches flicker and the light goes dim for a moment. Framed by the lamplit fog, a foreigner strides through the doorway. His heavy booted footfalls and the jingle of coins shatter the silence. His brightly colored clothes are draped in loose folds about him, and his hat hangs askew. Hiding his eyes in the shadows. Without hesitation, he walks up to your table, Bjart, and stands proudly in a wide stance with folded arms. In an accented voice, he says, Alvin been sent to deliver this message. If you be a creature of honor, you will come to my master's aid at first light. It is not advisable to travel the Svalich woods at night. He pulls from his tunic a sealed letter. What? <laughs> What is this? He drops the sealed letter and addresses to you and addressed to you, the art. I, I don't I don't I keep looking at beautiful flowing script. Take the rest of the west road from here for some five hours. March down the Svalich woods. There you will find my master in Barovia. 
evil help me find my home? He said, amid the silent stares of the patron inn, the gypsy looks to you into the wary. He says, my master has a way of bringing you what you need. Uh, you must speak with him. The death of evil. He turns to the barkeep, drops a large sack of coin. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I have a full coin. Fill their glasses, one and all. Their throats are obviously parched. He drops a heavy purse of gold on the bar. And with that, he says, And he turns back. The door opens. Wait, wait. What's your name again? He says, My name is Erdogan. Erdogan? He says, Find my, my master's greetings and join him in the town of Barovia. Oh. And uh, I just keep going this way? Yes? Follow the Svalich Road west five miles into the Svalich Wood. But be careful. The mists are treacherous at night. Uh, very well. Uh, thanks for the drink. Uh, okay. And then Yarta just kind of. He, he, uh, he starts looking at the, the letter. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Alright, go ahead and open the letter. Read it to you. The letter is sealed with a red wax stamp emblazed with the sight of a raven. It's inside. Okay, alright. If so, you can read it, go ahead. <laughs> I'll do my best. Hail to thee of might and valor. I, a lowly servant of Barovia, send honor to thee. Yes. We placed, we plead for thy so desperately needed assistance. The love of my life, Trina Koliana, has been afflicted by an evil so deadly that even the good people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her wound, and I would have her saved from this menace. There is much wealth in this community. I offer all that might be had to thee and thy fellows, if thou shalt but answer my desperate plea. Come quickly for her, time is at hand. All that I have shall be thine. Signed, Kolyan Indirovich, Burgermeister. Burgermeister? Yep, Burgermeister. Burgermeister, Meister Burger? Burgermeister means mayor. Okay. So, yes. Kolyan Indirovich, Burgomaster of Gorovia, sent you a letter requesting your help in protecting his daughter Irina Kolvana from the devil. Mrs. It was not the Carl Samospa, K A R I. This is not Kirill the Wolfpack leader. This is Irina as the daughter and Kolyan is the father. And he is the mayor Burger of Barovia, the burgomaster of Barovia. The love of my life has been afflicted by an evil too deadly that even the god good people of our village cannot protect her. She languishes from her womb, and I would have her saved from this menace. Yep. I think it's inside. I'm, I'm going to, uh, yeah, feel free to take a picture, but I'm going to send a digital version of this. I just okay. forgot to download it. So good. Um, okay. 
and with that, uh, the door stands open in the mist to the Spalich Road beckons. I, uh, I finish the drink that he paid for and uh, set off down Smallish Road. Spalich? Spalich. A, wo- a, wo- a woman grabs before you leave. Can you do oh. this early? Her, her, her eyes feel filled with, with I, I fright. I think I do, says, but it's more like my, my wife, go. but I have it here, says, I think. So These people, they, they, they claim of a devil yeah, who that. holds them captive. She says, she's not safe in the mists. I must get the horn and slay my cousin. She says, oh, no, you, you will be in great peril. Take this. And she takes a small cross and, and that's a small sun. There we go. A small sun in, of Lothander and places it in on a necklace and places it in your hand. She says, please, this will keep you safe. Oh, I, I have this and I like kind of draw a long sword, but, uh, but thank you. She says that she says a prayer in Hail Mary's, and you see the other commoners quite disturbed by your intentions. And they, they but they go back to their drinking, six, zero, free drinks of the man. Okay. And you walk out through the door, the mists engulfing yes. you. All right, Vasily. The phone one, not work. Lastly. Silly. One second. Uh, give me I'm one second. Sure. I'm sorry, I'm paying my bill. Hi. How do I see your name? V- v- Vas- Vasily. Vasily. Not silly. Uh, Vasily. Not tribal people dancing in circles around roaring fires of red, green, and blue. In the night sky above these dancing people, a lunar eclipse casting a shadow down over the mists. Pierre is out in the Spalage woods picking flowers for his crush. A particular beautiful flower grows along the mouth of the river Iblis. This is further than you normally go for your supplies, having to travel all the way to the eastern gates of Barovia to get this beautiful flower. But you know it would look so nice in her hair. It's gotten late, unfortunately. And as you chase after some weasels, you see the, the great flash of a wolf in the so distance. You hear, you hear howling as you chase after them. You hear howling in the distance and the growls of more furred wolves coming closer. They're coming closer and closer to you. Too many for you to handle by yourself. You must run. You must get away from the river. Cross across the, and, and get back to, to the road before you don't return. Delta. So you hear, yeah, you're out in the woods picking flowers and you're reaching for, there's a particularly beautiful flower. Yeah. It's just above your branch, but you hear howling and wolves coming close. What do you do? Uh, I, I cast, I produce flame and I throw it 15 feet straight in another direction and I try to take them up in the direction. Okay. Just, just as you reach, just almost able to, to grab the flower, crack, 
the branch breaks beneath you, you fall to the ground. You hear the sounds coming closer. So Pierre, poof, with a flash. What's your focus? Um, I have a staff. With, a, with your staff, flame produces flying through the mist clutching around you. You see it land, and you hear the growls going towards it. In a moment, you flash, you start running. The light of the moon is so dark, you can barely see in front of you. Everything is dim. The fog clutching in, running past trees. You hear the growling well, behind you. Now. Are you running, are you running south towards the road or west? It's hard to tell as, it, as your adrenaline shoots through and your blood begins pumping. As you, as you push through, the mist gets thicker and thicker. And you find yourself kind of suffocated. You see claws and, and skeletal faces kind of looking at you out of the, the mist, forming into these skeletal faces, reaching out, pulling at you. It becomes harder to breathe. And you begin, oh. In the future, in the, in the foresight, you see some huge billowing mirage of a building and flashing lights. You, you push further and further, and then your, your vision goes filled with a chill as the air goes up your spine. You all of a sudden you're viewing a vision. In the night sky, you see these flashing dancing tribes, and from their fires of different colors, a large, these large uh, shooting beams shoot up into the sky. Beams fly up into the sky, heading towards each other, and then they collide into each other in a huge beam of golden light. The light floods down from the sky, clearing the fog and darkness all over the valley of the land and the people beneath it, clearing away the dark and the mist. And after the light is brought together, it shines as a golden sun in the sky. All of a sudden, you, you see this and you are awakened to a vision. You've heard the tales of the three fanes, mystical deities that protected the land but have been lost to the darkness after the Dreadlord took reign of Barovia. You're pushed back and all of a sudden you find yourself pushed back out of the perimeter of the fog and find yourself crashing down onto this college road. Vasily. The Dusk Elf, is, is, the Dusk Elf has, Vasily has been feeling particularly grim regarding the fate of his clan as of late and is attempting to leave Barovia through the mists. The woods are quiet this night, and the air grows chill. Your fire sputters as a low mist gathers around the edges of a caravan of Vistani, growing closer, closer as the night wears on. You slip past some Vistani hunters and slide under the wagon. If these Vistani can pass through the mist, then perhaps 
you can finally escape this dreadful land along with them. The fog hangs thick in the air, turning the trees around you into gray ghosts. It creeps up over you as the caravan descends outwards into the mist, trying to leave Barovia. As the Vistani carriage is enveloped in the mist, you begin to see a horrible nightmare. In the mist, you see visions of a large community of dusk elves dancing and singing in the firelight. Though this is one that you've never seen because there are many female dusk elves dancing with the males in this night. Whoa. One female dusk elf is truly more beautiful than the rest, and she's dancing with a pointy-eared dusk elf that you recognize as a member of your tribe, Casimir. As they dance and sing in the night, you see a dark black horse ride up on the edge of the firelight. And from this camera shot, you only see the waist of a man standing up, riding on the horse. A ringed, a red ringed hand, human hand lends down, and the, wo the woman, dark, Dusk Elf, stops dancing with Casimir and turns to him. She walks up and takes the hand of the red ringed man and climbs up onto the top of the, the black horse. All of a sudden, the, there's a great flash, and you hear crying and screaming and flashes of, of light and the playing of metal. And then in the mist, you see only her, this dusk elf woman, long ebony hair rolling behind her in intricate braids. Be the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. She looks to you, Vasily, and calls out, Vasily, save me. As you reach out to her, she cries and is sucked backwards into the mist. You see two large, and solid amber doors open up, and she cries, She's pulled back in the large amber doors, engraved with large, intricate, religious engraving slammed shut in front of you. The mist clutches around your throat, suffocating and blinding you. You, you hold on to the carriage underbody for, for dear life, but the sounds of the cracking wagon slowly dissipates as you find yourself, all of you find yourself, standing in a mist-covered road, crunch, crunch, crunch. And you find yourself standing in front of a large gate at the edge of Barovia. There are no Vistani caravan that, you hold, that you're holding on to. There is no Vistani caravan around you, Cristobal. You all find yourself awakening from the, fog, the clutches of the fog in a dreamlike state, as if you've just woken up from a long sleep. You look around you and see just you all standing as you're all about to arrive at the gates together. Cool gate. These are the gates you see. The mists around your characters as you begin regaining consciousness. 
as you come awake, you look down and find you're not wearing what you were a moment ago. What? You are all dressed in the drab gray cloth of the Barovian people. You two would be. But you find yourself, <laughs> you, you three find yourself in clothes old and notice notable, but I was different, of a course. different time and a different place. <laughs> but then I, now I have clothes. I'm like, yeah. I was naked when I was wearing Okay. It was like, yeah. Bail. Bail. <laughs> but you also notice that your weapons and armor are gone. Oh, crap. None of you have any weapon or armor on your character sheet. I look for my. The, the amulet that the lady gave me. Anything in your, uh, anything that was in your pockets, uh, you have. So whatever gold you have left, you have. Anything, any small items in your pockets you have, amulets and things like that. Also, if you have a dagger uh, that you had tucked away, you have that. But otherwise, all full-size weapons and armor are gone. Like, like a hand, yep. hand axe. Oh boy. Hand axe isn't, it's too big. Too big. Everything except for a dagger weasels. or little items. Hmm? Uh, weasels? I don't, did you have weasels? Yeah, three weasels. Okay, yeah, they're still there. <laughs> yeah, they're still there. <laughs> yeah, they're in the pocket. They all where they were. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you find yourself on the old Spallage Road. Uh, in, in front of you, you see this large gate of Barovia towering above you. So are we all waking up at the exact same time or is some of us waking yep. up before others? So as you, all, you guys all now all meet and you are now all standing in front of these gates, as you see slowly four, these other four figures walking out of the edges of the mist, looking perturbed and confused. Oh, hello! <laughs> <laughs> What has happened? <laughs> and then I go over and like, I shove your bag up. You do the, no, you! <laughs> I shove you back. Where are my things? What have you done? I feel like you would attempt to shove me back. Do you anybody know this, this, who are for him? Who are you? Who are no, you? I'm a... What the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually. I'm a fur because it was at night. So I'm thinking about it too. Yeah, I, 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 I'm looking at you like. Alfar? Alfar? What does he say? Don't even speak to me, you beast. What are What are you doing here? What, have you, what do you know of You know what? Vasily <laughs> just bags up in the room and just kind of waits back. <laughs> Hello. Somebody better speak up. My name's Pierre. <laughs> I start looking around and you're gonna go, Is this Alpha? Is, have you, you seen Alpha? Proud, do you not understand? You know me, Albert. I don't even think you, I'm, I'm gonna back up the you came. Oh, yeah, you, you can probably still see me, but like. Yeah, no, but yeah, but you don't recognize me because I'm a fur blog. In the, I'm on a like, human force. In the stories, they, they live in the, uh, a different world, the Alpha. I, I am Leon. I'm a human in the village. You, you, you too. It would have been something we I traded like with the Vistani. How you do? You probably would have seen How come you're not stripped there like us? Is this your place? Uh, my, wait, what? 
But they said you two would still. They just they, they them two already were oh, Barovia guard right because right they're from so. Barovia. Okay, so you're one of them. Yeah, you. Uh, I, I recognize you. Valich? Yes. You you know? No. Are you speak English? That is not the common yeah. tongue I am familiar with. Svalich Rolf, Svalich Forest? Like, I, I understand yeah. half of what you're saying, but... Would any of them know about Svalich Road that I'm talking I'm about? I'm pretty sure several of them heard Svalich Road on okay. your opening scene. So, yes? Yes. Ah, so Svalich Road is, uh, past the gates, yes? Um, I think there might I be need to, I need to keep going Svalich. No. I think we're in a new place. I'm unfamiliar with this place, and I'm from here. Oh, you're from here? Oh, no. well, this place is... Good, good. Yeah. Uh, so where are things? Who did this? Yes, uh... I don't know. Uh, did you guys uh, just hear the wolves? Ko Kolyan? Well, I remember it was wolves. Ko wolves. Kolyan. Kolyan? Burgermeister. Uh, yes. My mayor. Yes. There. I, I need to talk to him. Oh, he, well, I don't know where we are now, but yeah, that's where I come from. But you come from here? Yes. 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 But I don't know where he, this he, here here is. We got lost. I think. Uh... <laughs> I am confused. <laughs> uh, obviously, we're all confused. One thing I know is, don't let that one out of our sight. Anybody know him? Yeah, I know he him. Vouch for this one. Uh, you can't he, trust he, them. He tries to like step on You can't sorry. trust them. Uh, Alpha, they they are tricksters. Yes, sometimes. Well, but, Let's first start with each other's name. What's your name? Oh, Biarta. Biara. Yeah, close. <laughs> yeah, close. Biara. I am Leon. Names nice are for future you. greetings. If we survive, then I will meet you with the name. Ah, a dark one. There's no, no <laughs> time for this. Life is fleeting. Let us first address these men approaching us. Do any of you know them? Oh, there's been a I didn't even really catch that. There were four people coming no, from the gate. No, that's us. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Strike that. I'm confused. <laughs> I feel like I drank too much last night. The fog spills out of the forest that swallowed up the road behind you. Ahead, jutting out of the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road are huge stone buttresses looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework. As dew clings with cold tenacity to their rusted bars, the two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gate. Their heads now lying amongst the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with silence. As you travel closer to the gate, the gates swing open, screeching on the hinges as they move, allowing you to pass through. Quit skulking behind us. I don't like you back there. <laughs> At least walk with us. <laughs> not going to make me... Well, you're not staying behind me, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you have nothing to hide, then get up here with us. This is very strange. No <laughs> There's only three of you. Only you see what I mean? He's already skulking and won't even walk with us. You can't trust them. Were there, were there any wheel tracks? Or he, he, he looks so different from us. I mean, uh, you know. And it just I understand stopped, right? why he not, doesn't want you uh, walk with us. The, the road I became French host. Have you not dealt with his kind of coming out or? You know how tracks work? You know how wheels work? 
Well, yeah, but I mean, definitely <laughs> horses would be going this way. Give me a survival check. Oh, sorry, give me a perception check. I don't know, can you just discern a horseshoe going one direction? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Does anyone light a torch? It is dark. Uh, I produce flame. Wait. I have dark vision. So do I. I, I will start. Guys, guys, why is it so dark out? Did I get you a minus five? Anyone else? Can they see? I cannot see. I, I tell you. Let's you see darkness as dim light, which gives you minus five perception. So, does anyone light a torch? I light a torch. I 100% don't want to light a torch because bright light gives me uh, a five. The art wants to see what you are watching. To, I, I tell I, you. So go ahead and give me a perception check. As much I as you can, trust me. I do sure, agree I, with them. I knew we don't need to make more of a beacon on ourselves. I can't here. see shit. Just a twenty-two. Follow 22. along. Just step shot your eyes wide open. I, trust your eyes. And I like go to like bang on my shield, oh, wait, wait, and it's wait, not wait. there. And I'm like, oh. And it also shows okay. signs. Okay, you go ahead. Me. Someone going in. Okay. I trust your eyes. Listen, we will make our way. That purposely put. The horse shoes on backwards. Bjorn, you want to go check out what's inside? Bjarta? Bjord? <laughs> he, just, he just said he can't Can see. So I, can't, I think we uh, should stick together. I have the torch, yes. Torch. Uh, I have, well, yeah. No, 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 no. Not until we know where we're at. The, the right ones on the right way and the left ones on back Good, good. Just uh, to confuse them. Don't shake my head. Purr. It'll hurt. I like to slap you on the shoulder. Nice. Surely we should. I get a bunch of tails. Ah, a blacksmith of spores. Put I just wipe out the horseshoes. You spread the spores. Right Good job. The right way. And the left <laughs> one. In uh, my, where I come from, we have special mushrooms. Yes. yes, you know? Yes. So, are you all traveling through the gates? Yes, we have a torch. Surely we should survey our, our situation before we alert them to our presence. I just... Cautiously like, move through this gate. Hey, that's not how they work. It wouldn't work. You can't put bushes on that. I only tell you what I've been told. <laughs> I, I hear this story too. Loki. Loki, yes, it's a story yes. of Loki. You put, the, you put the right horseshoes on right and the left one on backwards. It confused the child. I want the horse the just go in circles? Yes. Oh, good uh, of course they're confused. As you talk to each other, as you go along, the, the black pools of water stand like dark mirrors and around the muddy roadway. Giant trees loom on both sides of the road, their branches clawing at the mist. The fates slowly screech closed as you walk through them, closing behind you. Who closed them? I say the party. <laughs> who, who closed them? Was well, that you? How far? How far did you close the doors? <laughs> He's just like standing by the gates. <laughs> You now see yourself. I posted a picture of the woods. Uh, see yourselves in the Spalage Woods. You two recognize that you are at the eastern gates of Ravenloft. Please save the Please save for the audio. Who you're talking about? So for audio, <laughs> Leon, uh, Vasily, and Pierre recognize that they're on the eastern side of Ravenloft. I will be referring to the entire. Domain of Dread as Ravenloft, the entire world, and I will be referring to the town of Barovia as Barovia. Okay. So you are on the yeah. eastern edge of the world. We're getting cleaned up. Okay. I'm hoping that you guys can hang out until I need it, until I finish that.
start cleaning them. I think I'm going to get one. So as you head down the towering the woods, towering trees whose tops are lost in heavy gray mist block out all but a death gray light. The tree trunks are unnaturally close to one another, and the woods have the silence of a forgotten grave, yet exude the feeling of an unvoiced scream. So if I, if I know where I am, I know how to get home, right? You, you recognize the smallest way. If you, you know that if you keep on the smallest road west, you'll eventually get to it. Okay. But you are uh, so several hours away from home right now. Yeah, so I know where I am. Just follow this road back. Right. The Smallage Road, right? Yeah. yeah. Road. Mm. Burgermeister? No. no. Is this? I never heard of Burgermeister. How do you get to the, 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 Dagger, the, Dagger, the, Dagger, the, Dagger from in, here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry, I thought you were saying something else. I thought you said Burgermeister. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry one, do you know the way to Daggerford from here? It's Moss, not Harry. Okay, Mossy one, do you know <laughs> the way to Daggerford from here? Uh, no, I don't know where Daggerford is. What is this town you're, you know of? And what is the town you're following? Uh, uh, you are oh, from yeah. Vistani. Vistani. Uh, sorry, not Vistani. You are from Valakai. But uh, the nearest town is Barovia. 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 Uh, Indirovic, yes? Yes. Ah. Don't look at me. I don't know where we are here. Well, I do, but I don't. At the same time. As, as the group continues to travel, <laughs> you catch the, tell you the scent exactly. of death in the air. Are there wolves? Twice. Twice wolves. You hear in the distance. <laughs> I heard that earlier. That's not a good sign. I go, I go for my bow, which is not there. This might be the ones I track. I I look for Light. I look for like a stick. Like I can make it into. A okay, go ahead and give me a perception check. See if you can get uh, something useful. Rocks. Anything. Six, 18. Okay. All I right. probably had plus zero. Nice. You find you you find a still mostly alive tree and you break a branch off. You now have one staff. Or club, whichever you uh, choose. Yeah, club. Okay. You now have one club. You can write that down for your character. The foul scent leads you to a human corpse half buried in the underbrush, about 15 feet from the road. The young man appears to be a commoner. His muddy clothes are torn and raked with claw marks. Crows have been at the body, which is surrounded by paw prints. The man has obviously been dead for several days. He holds in his hand more stuff. A crumpled note. Who wants the other note? I left Mike. <laughs> and your curse. Good job. I think that mossy fruit can read. It smells good too. Just Don't eat it. Read it. Did you spray with perfume, Hori? <laughs> Don't. That's going to be Cristobal's catchphrase going so, forward. Don't eat it. So, <laughs> so Pierre picks it up and, and I know how to read. Yeah. Remember to say the um, T's, though, yes? I'm reading it right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Read it. You got it. Just give it to me. Pierre doesn't know how to read. The, 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 the note is crumpled and blood-stained. It is worn and flimsy and sealed with a red wax with a large B in it. 
Barovi. Pierre actually does not agree. That's one of those character thoughts. The letter is dated one week ago. <laughs> it is dated 2-24-7-35. Oh. Somebody write that down. Wait, 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 wait. I'm confused. Did we have a torches? No. Um, well, he remember you said, player. do you as part wider? of your adventuring pack, you have your torches? Yeah, but I, but I thought we said we, we don't have any. You we, kept, we, we you, no, we kept our adventuring. You, you kept like all the items, like adventuring packs, up, but you lost your armor and weapons. Armor and weapons, okay. Oh. So, so yeah. I saw a backpack, yeah. backpack, a rope, okay. the torches, some of the and stuff. Yeah. Um, by the way, it was fourteen. Just for note taking, it was fourteen eighty nine dr in Daggerford in favor. And then this is marked 224735. Oh, Jesus. Someone's writing that down. I don't know I what we're talking about. Like yeah, I know. We've all put everything away. Uh, it's recording. Okay. okay. So go ahead and read the letter. Okay, anyway. AOD, Might, and yeah. Valor. I, the Burgermaster of Barovia, send you honor with despair. My adopted daughter, the fair Irina Koyana, has been these past nights bitten by a vampire. For over 400 years, this creature has drained the lifeblood of my people. How my dear Irina languishes and dies from an unholy wound caused by this vile beast has become too powerful to conquer. So I say to you, give us up for dead and encircle this land with the symbols of good. Let holy men call upon their power that the devil may be constrained within the walls of weeping Barovia. Leave our sorrows to our leave our sorrows to our graves and save the world from this evil fate of ours. There is much wealth entrapped in this community. Return for your reward after we all departed for a better life. Koyana, whatever the hell is last name, Indian Indianovich, Burger of Meister. So you've received a different letter from yes. the same person. And they seem to be conflicting in some way. And this one was never delivered. With, with that, as, as you puzzle, as you, you look forward discussing this with each other, as you puzzle walking down the street, there's a loud, oh! you hear the bushes scuttering around you. With that, you, get, you hear growling coming from all directions around you. And there's a shock of lightning as a storm of rain and thunder begins. With the flash of lightning, you hear a loud howl, and looking up at a local cliffside, you see two red eyes of a large black wolf <gasps> staring down at you. God damn it. Next time on D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Dice and Adventure. Thanks so much for playing out with us. Yay! Uh, we'll get out of here, Eric. We'll only be here for the next two years. Yeah, what's the app? Right? <laughs> <laughs> or is, is that the app? Is it the outro? See you guys, what, next week? This is like yeah, good session. Next time on D&D. &D. Okay. Right on.